How far are you going with the Lord? Let me recall that God, He sent Jesus Christ all the way from heaven. He sent Jesus Christ down to the earth all the way. His song says, from heaven you came, helpless babe. From heaven you came, helpless babe. And you enter the world and your glory revealed. Jesus went all the way to the cross. When he was on the cross, he did not say, Father, this baby is too much, I'm not doing it again. Ah, please, please, please. Lose me. Yeah, release me. I'm not doing it again. This pain is too much. No. Jesus he, he, he released himself to be crucified. His hands, his knees, his head pierced, nailed. And so he went all the way for you and for me. And so the question is how far? Are you ready to go with the Lord? He has given everything. What are you giving in return? I have to stay, start by saying, serving the Lord should be all the way. We have people that are undecided. If I will have people who have actually given their lives to Christ, but they are not going all the way. They are not giving it all it takes. They are not releasing everything they have or everything they are to the master. And so the question is, how far are you going with the master? Are you one leg in and one leg out? Praise the Lord. And so open your hearts this morning. It's more like a teaching. And so receive it and get the best that you can from this morning's teaching. You know that um, deadly ruler, Pharaoh, began to borrow some lessons from that portion of the scripture this morning for us to know how far we are going with the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so we're going to start by saying that you must be ready to give your all, your best to the Master. I want us to open to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 8. Exodus chapter 8. Remember the story where God led Moses to tell Pharaoh that he should let his people go. Remember? Alright, we're going to borrow from that story this morning. And so we're going to start from verse 20 to 27. I'm going to read. Exodus chapter 8, verse 20 
to 27. Let us listen attentively. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning and confront Pharaoh as he goes to the river and say to him, This is what the Lord says. Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you do not let my people go, I will send swarms of flies on you and your officials, on your people and into your houses. The houses of the Egyptians will be full of flies, even the ground will be covered with them. Verse 22. The noise the back. Verse 22. But on that day, I will deal differently with the land of Goshen, where my people live. No swarms of flies will be there, so that you will know that I, the Lord, am in this land. I will make a distinction between my people and your people. This sign will occur tomorrow. 24. And the Lord did this. Dense swarms of flies poured into Pharaoh's palace and into the houses of his officials. Throughout Egypt, the land was ruined by the flies. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Go sacrifice to your God here in the land. I repeat, he says, Go sacrifice to your God here in the land. Here in the land. Verse 26. But Moses said, That will not be right. The sacrifices we offer to the Lord, our God, will be detestable to the Egyptians. And if we offer sacrifices that are detestable in their eyes, will they not stone us? Verse 27. Says we must take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifices to the Lord our God, as He commands us. This was Moses' response to Pharaoh. Moses knew where they were to go to make their sacrifice. He confirmed that in verse 27. He said, We must make a three-day journey to where? To the desert, wilderness, isn't it? That is where we ought to worship the Lord. But Pharaoh said, Worship the Lord here where you are. The Lord, I like to say that if we are not careful, there's a tendency that we think that it is okay, that it is appropriate to know the Lord right where we once were, the way we used to live our lives, and we just feel that it's okay to continue to serve God that same way. I have some questions for you. At what point are you serving God? Are you still serving God in your same old, simple way? Do you know the funny thing? You have all sorts of people in the church. We have people sleeping in brothel Saturday night to Sunday morning and they will change and come to church. 
We have robbers going on with their businesses. And they will do all sorts in the week. And on Sunday, they will also do what? Come to church. And they will also say, we are also Christians. We are God's children. They are comfortable remaining in their estates, in their old, faithful, sinful way of life. And yet, they also want to belong to the body of Christ. The question is, at what point are you worshipping God? Are you still worshipping God in your old, sinful way? Or are you truly converted? Have you made a journey into the wilderness? Have you made a journey to the right place where your worship, where your sacrifice will be acceptable in sight? Or are you still doing go, go, go? Let us be doing the way the world is doing it and we're still joining in the church to also you are combining everything together. The Lord knows those that are His. The Lord knows those that are worshipping God in spirit and in truth. And so my question remains, at what point are you? You know, Pharaoh wanted to, to say, okay, children of Israel, worship God, but worship the Lord right here. But Moses knew that it was wrong for them to worship God where they were. They were to make a journey. They were to make a trip. They were to change location. They were to change their mannerism, their approach. This morning, I'm asking you, have you changed your approach? Have you changed your mannerism? The same old simple way, have you changed from it? Yes, we see in church. We see in church. And in fact, we are one of our best members. Because we can only see with the eye of the physical. But God that sees the heart, He knows. He knows at what point that you are worshipping Him. He knows at what point that you are serving Him. And so my question also further goes down to say that, are you offering a detestable service to God? If you are not truly converted, if you are not truly saved, and you come here, you join in singing, you join in cleaning the church, you join in, in playing one instrument or the other, you join in being a leader in the church, but you know that you are not truly converted. That means you have not given your all, you have not given your totality. And that sacrifice is a detestable one. Moses said, we can't give a detestable sacrifice. If we give our offering right here, then that offering will not be acceptable. There is the right place of making our sacrifices. There are the right places of releasing our lives, of making our sacrifices. Do you serve God with lying lips? Remember our topic is what? How far are you going with the Lord? Are you going all the way? Or are you still a liar, a perpetual liar? And yet you will still say, yes, I'm a child of God. You lie in your place of work. You lie in your business. 
and yet with the same lips, with the same mouth, you praise the living God. Beloved, it's something for you to ponder upon. Do you serve God with my lips? I want to read Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs chapter 12. I'm going to read verse 22. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22. It says, The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. The Lord himself, he detests lying lips. What kind of work are you into? What kind of business or trade are you into? Do you mix it with lying? Do you think that you can never make it if you don't lie? Do you think in your place of work, if you don't lie, you will not succeed? How far are you going with your master? Are you going along with your master with lying lips? You are serving the Lord with lying lips. Brothers and sisters, be careful and be warned. Those who stay where they were to worship are compromisers. They want to serve God and still enjoy their same old self. Please do not compromise. Be fully in and go all the way with the master. Go all the way with the master. The Lord may help and strengthen us in Jesus' name. Yeah. My second point this morning is found in verse 28 of Exodus chapter 8. Verse 28, you know Pharaoh, Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Pharaoh's heart was so, so hardened. Remember how many plagues did God send to Pharaoh before he allowed the children of Israel to go? How many? Who can remember? How many plagues? Eh? Ten. Ten plagues. You can imagine plagues, plagues, ten plagues. You can imagine Pharaoh saying, and Yerara said, no, I will not, I will not. That's what we call Yerubas, call what Agidi. And Yerubas will say, Agidi will come. He hardened hearts, cannot see God, cannot enter the kingdom of God. Because that heart, you, will not release, you won't release it to God. So how will you enter? A, a, a man with a hardened heart, a stubborn heart, cannot see God, cannot please God. Your heart must be broken. So Pharaoh's heart was only broken after the tenth plague. After the tenth plague, you can go ahead to read uh, the book of Exodus. Okay, the book of Exodus. You have all the plagues there. And so verse twenty-eight says. Pharaoh said, I will let you go to offer sacrifices to the Lord your God in the wilderness, but you must not go very far. Now, remember the first one we read. Pharaoh said, don't go to the wilderness. Stay here and do it and make your sacrifice. Now, this time around, he said, okay, okay. You can go to the wilderness, but he said what? Do not go far. My brothers and sisters, Moses knew the points at which he was to make that sacrifice. 
Now, if an instruction is coming from Pharaoh to say that, okay, if, if the sacrifice were to be made by that door, and Pharaoh now said, okay, you can go, but don't go far. That means don't get to that point where you make that sacrifice. Now, beloved, I'm here to tell us who is instructing you, who is guiding your journey, your service, who is saying, okay, let me worship God, but let me not give it all that it takes. Let me not go deep. If I go deep, they will say, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm an SU. If I go deep, people will not, I will not be able to belong to the other side again. If I fully go in, Moses knew he was to go right into that wilderness before the sacrifice. And my question is, there, there is no midway between where you were as a sinner and where you should be as a safe child of God. There is that no midpoint. If you are in, come in. If you are out, stay outside. Don't mix it up. Beloved, I want to trust God that members of this church, members of this of, of this congregation, they will be totally in. And I'm speaking to you. And I pray that God will help you to be fully in in Jesus' name. You will serve God with the totality of your life, with the whole of your heart, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.